0: Talk about entrepreneurship today. We've got an entrepreneur today in the building. He goes by the name of Zandilia Kumalo, 29 years of age, and Zandilia calls herself an agripreneur. I am yet yes, to find out what yes. this word means. Um Zandile has an avid interest in the environment, and she's the founder and CEO of High Harvest. Oh, well, hello, Harvest. Hey, <laughs> Kumalo's co-owned farm called Neighbor Roots is neatly situated on top of Santon's Morningside shopping center. And she grows a variety of fresh vegetables such as your lettuce, your baby spinach and your variety of herbs. She also sells her produce to several restaurants and businesses on the floors below her as well as in surrounding areas. Zandile, welcome to the main switch. How
1: you doing? Thank you very much, you're welcome, and I'm doing great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, off airs, you were so hyper, and now oh, do- Peter, yeah, uh, just- the microphone is and on. Lights. <laughs> <that. No. laughs> so camera lights on, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't be scared, we got you, we got you. So, can you tell us what is hydroponics farming? Let's start there. Uh,
1: basically, hydroponic farming is feeding your nutrient water. Directly to the roots of the plant. Okay, and it all began with the thought of people coming together Basically, I could say scientists coming together and asking mm-hmm. themselves. What do plants need? Mm-hmm. how do plants grow and um, They came up to an answer saying that they only need Nutrient water and a medium to grow in so that they can grow up into their optimum base. Okay. So basically that is um, hydroponics and just farming in water soillessly.
0: All right. So before we get deeper into that, I want to know agripreneur. Where does that come from? That is a that is a
1: really <laughs> sexy word. More than entrepreneur, actually. I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> so agripreneur. I guess, um, I really don't know how it came up, it just became a trend okay. of a word, but it's basically agriculture entrepreneurs. Ah, so we wanted okay. to be different, not mm. to be just called agriculture farmers yeah. or farmers. So we decided to call ourselves agripreneur and uh. basically I like to say we are agri-tech mm. entrepreneurs because we are agricultural people who are doing technical techniques yeah. in the farming sector. Yeah, 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 that too. We cannot leave
0: technology out of it, indeed. And where where do you come from, um, Zandila? And I'm asking this question particularly because I'm interested if your hometown or where you come from played any kind of role in the industry that you are in right now. You know, were you a kind of child who had like uh, a garden, you know, in the backyard? (laughs) You know, was your grandmother involved and was the one always sending you good? What (laughs) had you know that that kind of thing? uh, Just give us a picture of your upbringing and where exactly it was
1: um basically um by when i was young i um, i was born and bred in soweto yes. Uh, in <laughs> <M-cont>. <laughs> yes so then uh when i went started my high school uh, we moved into the val okay and the exposure of farming then started happening because uh. we all know that the val triangle is known for its farming yeah. mm. and different types of farming but traditional farming type okay. of way Yeah. and because then i I actually didn't start off just being a farmer you know I started off volunteering a lot into informal settlements uh moving into leadership programs trying to shift the younger mindset into how to become a leader how mm-hmm. can you become a better role in your community because the community I come from it's surrounded by informal settlements okay. it is a um I could say semi urban uh peri urban area so it's more of A little bit of rural inside, and people live a little bit of backwards compared to Soweto life and Joburg life. And then leadership played a huge role there. I'm a person who gives a lot. I'm a person who cares about the community. But starting to see how your surrounding is, and people do not understanding the mechanism behind of how to make your own food because of the suffering that they were having in terms of food, I then decided at age 20, saying that let me start planting food. But the biggest role that added onto that was that at home we couldn't afford vegetables, and I was like, "But vegetables are something that we can grow in the backyard, you know." Yeah. And, and with that, um, I said to my mom, uh, "Let's." Th- Let's start now planting and let's start procuring for ourselves. And that whole idea grew into a zero hunger campaign for my community. Zero hunger. Okay. <laughs> so from there on, I started realizing that there's a little bit of need to know because you are young. You are starting a new venture and you're finding yourself that you need a little bit of mentorship. That's where youngsters, if someone wants to go into farming, should understand to go into. You need some guidance, you need some mentorship, you need someone who's going to be there to let you know or tell you where you're going wrong. Yes. You know, some others, authors would read other books just to get mentorship to understand where they're going. Yes. And that's the same mechanism I was using. But I was in varsity doing analytical chemistry and, ah, uh, you know But then Growing vegetables Was always my passion I I went into that Then From there on I started realizing That farming Is done by Elderly people Yeah There is no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey mm-hmm. Yeah we do not want farming as youngsters we want to to be in offices yeah, yeah
0: suit and ties yeah
1: a lot of youngsters when you ask them what is a farm they would like it's a person who holds um, a fork or a spade mm. with some overalls in the and field. a straw hat yeah. in the field yeah. and a huge field <laughs> and it's like but I don't think that's that's where a lot of youngsters want to go. Mm. How can we entice youngsters into farming? How can we change the mindset of how they think about farming? I love that. And through my research, I found that there's hydroponic, and that's how then I could be able to incorporate technology, incorporate your chemistry, incorporate your physics, and be able to incorporate your economic sciences, your natural science within the farming sector. Mm. And that played a huge role to say that youngsters can actually play different roles when it comes to hydroponic. And I went for it. 2019 built my first hydroponic farm with value university of technology Oh yeah! my core of opening these businesses was to become a part with schools Mm. make sure that they understand that there is type of technologies in farming so went to value university of technology partnered with them built the first farm hydroponic which is a vertical farm Mm. and then now the second farm which is done with the neighbor roots which is neighbor roots done with the co-founders of um the shopping center Morningside, who's Flanagan and Jared, and therefore, but we collaborated with the Red Hill School there. Okay. And now we've collaborated with another school, we went back to Soweto, so that we can be able to also expose Soweto mm. people into this type of farming, and that school is Pay School. So, mm.
0: this is brilliant. It's huge yes. as well. We yeah? <laughs> need more young people like yourself. Yeah, and <laughs> no, 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 uh, Zondile, we see that your clients are uh, high end restaurants, so tell us how some of those relationships were formed
1: hey that one came with an angle of when COVID started okay yeah. um COVID started in 2020 and we all got a shock of our life especially us farmers who supply local restaurants and people had to close down and when they reopen the question now is where they're going to get their foods because mm. a lot of farmers had fallen off mm. and um, vegetables now they've gone up some other vegetables can't are not ready to be in the market and we decided to say what can we do to make things easier for restaurants bring food closer to the market and besides that you know the the other core thing that we looked at was the climate the way that the world is going in terms of climate change mm-hmm. how can we also play a huge role when it comes to the climate and the environment and if we are to Bring close food closer to the market. It eliminates emissions. You know, I'm a carbon footprint analyst. I've been through that Ah, phase. So the understanding of of how we can play a role within the environment. That's how I was able to just balance the two. And I was like, okay, my shopping site, morning centre is a high end. Has high end restaurants, which then they use a lot of the dining restaurants which use a lot of perishable vegetables like your lettuce like your baby spinach your most of your leafy greens and if we are to bring it closer to there it's a it's, it's it's a strategic marketing plan mm. and that's how we we got into that partnership and that's how we ended up on the rooftop and then uh, makes it easier that we sell all our vegetables into the shopping center just straight down and they get them uh, on the same day as they place an order, mm. and they can order Exactly what is needed to reduce also on the waste stage, of which is mostly what's happening when it comes to the, to the restaurants. Mm, mm,
0: mm. Yeah, no, there's a lot to take in. So please just tell us some of the benefits from uh, hydroponic farming.
1: The benefits of hydroponic farming. (laughs) No, don't worry, We call it (laughs) hydroponic. You know, (laughs) it's normal. Um, the greatest benefits about it is that you can yield much more better mm. you it's precise it's a precise intensive farming and you can be able to measure your your yield you can measure your quantity you can measure your work within the farming industry so you can go up to about 90 90% yielding compared to traditional farming. You can also save on water. We save about 80% of our water because we recycle our water mm. in our farm uh, throughout the period of the growth of the plant. And you can actually have a shorter time to grow your vegetables. And you can be able to plan it well, where you can um, grow it in a manner of uh, four weeks, because our, let- our lettuce grows in, in four to six weeks compared to, trad- to traditional farming. Which grows for like two months yeah yeah. so then restaurants are finding it great in that manner that they can get their vegetables consistently you can become a consistent small-scale farmer you can farm in small spaces of which that's one of the key greatest things about farming that you can put it on the concrete you can put it on your pavement you can put it where traditional farmers can't plant you know that they can't plant on rocky places so they can actually build a hydroponic farm there and be able to use their entire land instead of just a piece of a portion where it says here's where we can become arable Mm. so that's one of the greatest things about hydroponics
0: Listen, I want to extend the hour of show <laughs> yes, yes. all the show. Yes. Yes. Because I've got so many questions to ask you, Zandila. So many. Um, are you currently involved in assisting other young um, people also enter into um, the farming industry? I mean, you mentioned that you were uh, building the first farm in 2019, and you said that so casually. That's big. Congratulations, Zandila. Thank That's really big. Um, any other ways in which you are helping young people really um, enter the farming industry? And just so they know that it's not as glamorous, mm. really, as it looks, you know? Yeah.
1: In helping youngsters, Um, We're still working on it and making it more formally, more in terms of writing manuals so that they can be able to understand what hydroponic is and being able to take them through how farming is done. Um, But for now, I have one volunteer, a lady that comes and volunteers to come check out the farm, to come learning because her view and her vision is to be able to become eventually a hydroponic farmer. So I always tell her that start small, buy a small system. Because there are guys out there Who are selling small systems I've partnered with some of them Of which they do come to my farm View And then they would go And just buy a small system So that they can just get That upstart and knowledge Of how hydroponic is And um, people sometimes They ask me on Twitter As to how to go about With this whole uh, scenario Of how how do you become A hydroponic farmer It is not easy Because the expense And the entry expense For it is as high Mm. Hence then it takes so, So much time time for people to move from traditional farming to hydroponic, to hydroponic farming. farming it is it, it is your highly intensive and Jeez. it's got High requirement demands because your electricity is supposed to be there twenty four seven. makes sense. You, yeah, you that can't go sense. out of electricity mm. and blame Cyril. I was just about to say, <laughs> country where we
0: are sprinting so much load shedding. Yes. Yay! So right, you need yeah. to
1: be always connected to your solar. You need to always to be connected to your generator or something of a sort. But you need to always have electricity. You need to always have water. That's why there's always reservoirs. So the high, uh, the, the entry level is very high. So starting smaller and understanding and building yourself up into that, it will make your life much more easier because with experience, then funders and investors can actually gain that traction to believe who you are, to start understanding that you understand what you're doing. Because with this climate change, we are losing out on investment in yeah. terms of us farmers because of, um, the 20 million and then you're farming in an open field and the question is what's going to happen when a hailstorm comes Mm. and where is my cash you know the return on investment hence farming needs patience farming needs a lot of understanding and you to be able to say i can push through throughout the challenges that i'll be facing
0: five minutes Mm. to nine o'clock we are in conversation with zandile kumalo who is an agripreneur for our edition today of young minds in business and before i let you go i have to ask you this question question, right? Living in the concrete jungle of Santin where towering buildings almost press up Zandila against each other. You know, nature can feel like somewhat of a distant concept. So just briefly before we let you go, how did you manage to cement yourself and get recognized? Sure.
1: Recognition is that easy. <laughs> you an hour for that one. <laughs> <laughs> If you need an hour. <laughs> just briefly, just touch and go on that one, please. Um Okay, to get yourself recognized, I, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I, I could say it's luck, <laughs> because I posted once. It was the first time I opened a Twitter account, and I posted about hydroponic farming in Sinten, and it just went mm-hmm. trending. And I, I couldn't believe it. Everybody yeah. liked what youngsters are doing. I guess it was the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The timing was right. I could say, but. Um, if you're doing something with all your heart and your might, the whole forces around you would come towards you to get to give you an uplift you to where you want to be mm-hmm. so i i i I'd like to say that that could be the philosophy but for me it was it was like just honestly for okay. me to be changing okay. on twitter <laughs>
0: okay if you say so and speaking of can you please give us your twitter account your instagram account so the people who are interested um about how your findings can come to you and ask you and you can let them know
1: what it is what's, what's up? up i like to keep things simple okay. um <laughs> on all of them on instagram on twitter and on facebook um, and you can check out neighbor roots you'll still find us through that and also check out high harvest you will find us through that and then follow us and let's have a chat about hydroponics Listen, oh, yeah. I'm
0: going to be your first follower because I'm interested in this one, seriously. <laughs> Sandile, thank you so thank much you. for joining us on the main switch. We love what you do. Please continue doing it, and we hope to see High Harvest and Neighbor Roots every single way, okay, in Johannesburg. <laughs> thank you so much.
1: Thank you very much for having me, Komuta. Thank you, it. thank you. I appreciate it, Val.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vets. By, by Voice of Vets. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or streams Stream. by www.vao.fm. Do